Sports, Texarkana's longest-running sports talk show. With Zach and the Professor on 107.9, The Fan. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Leaving the Yard. <clears throat> Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 1079 is Mr. Technology. Hard at work at it, uh, trying to get the uh, Facebook set up today since we've had multiple phone issues before we ever get going. And be thankful. If you're a Facebook viewer of this presentation, be thankful that he didn't hit the start button before he tried to put it up in yeah, the old holder. We lost control of it and it shot off in the air. Yeah. The phone did. Yeah, it was uh, like being on the inside of one of those tornadoes. You seen those videos yeah. this week? That would have been it. Yeah. Well, uh, fortunately, we got to work. We warn you, you're going to hear us during the commercials today. So we got to watch our P's and Q's during the commercials. I so, don't uh, like watching my P's and Q's. Well, you're going to have to during the commercials today because Ugh. we've got problems with the uh, radio station's phones and we're having to use my personal phone so don't expect me to respond to you or make mention of anything you've posted during the presentation because i don't have my phone it's up there we're using it for the camera i'll turn mine on how's that well there you go but either way uh, by the way i <clears throat> told our buddy fallon turner we would give her a shout out today so oh man we went by, or I went by. Did you make it by for her mother's oh, retirement yeah. reception? The great Susie Turner. Susie, who's uh, forever been a huge part of what they do over at Four States Magazine. Uh, they were having her retirement reception today. We went by to wish her uh, a wonderful retirement, or I did, then you did later. I did too. Uh, the one room set out. I, I, I couldn't sit well, out. I wait. I wait till it thins out. Uh, well, that was my plan. That's why I purposely waited to go to about 3.30, 3.35. That was about 4.05. All right, were you? Well, yeah. it was 2 to 4, yeah. and uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I went by, and the room was full. There was nowhere to sit down, so. I didn't sit. I just stood and talked. Yeah, well, so you didn't, I did. You didn't I was, miss a chair. Yeah, well, I stood and talked and wished Susie the best. And, yes. And got to say hello to Fallon, who's one of our favorite people on the entire planet. So we, If you're uh, looking for a piano teacher, Susie's about to do that in return. Oh, is that what she's doing? Yeah. Right. Well, so you're looking for a little uh, piano tutorial, yeah. giving her a free plug. You know, I've got the piano at the house. Maybe I should take it up at this point. Take it up or have it, yeah. Yes, that's, that's what right. I mean. No. <laughs> you know, the child, I sold her piano when we moved off uh, when I took my uh you sell a woman's piano like that? She she said she was done with it. She didn't want to take it to Arkansas. And so uh, I sold it, and we get back from the sabbatical, and she wants another one. So i got to find one then. And then after you find one, you got to find someone to help you move it. That's why you're welcome. I, that's why I have friends. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. So uh, you find out who your friends are when you have a when piano. When you say piano, that's exactly yeah, right. Most people go, I'm, uh, I'm busy that weekend. Yeah. I'm going to be uh, repainting the house. Yeah, I've told you a story years ago when I lived in Dallas. The lady, a single lady, lived next door. She knocked on the door one afternoon and said, uh, This is an intriguing story. Yeah, a minute now. Nice Let me lady. take the rest of yeah. this in. 
She said, uh, do you mind helping us uh, unload a pen? I've, I've, I've had a piano that's I bought, and I've had it fine-tuned, or tuned, I guess it's tuned, like fine-tuned. Tuned. And the guy who tuned it's bringing it back, and we need to put it in the house. I said, well, all right, who else you got coming? And she says, no, I've just got you and this guy. I said, well, that's not going to work. I've moved pianos before, and she said... He swears to me all he needs is another able-bodied person and himself. She says, I've got a bad back. And so of course I she did. Yeah. She said, so can you help him? I said, I'm more than happy to help him, but I don't think he and I can move a piano. And she had, we lived on an uphill. Oh, and no. All this. No, no. Well, Piano Man, and I'm not talking about Billy Joel. I'm talking about this guy who tuned it. He knew exactly what he was doing. Did he? Oh, my gosh. He had one little four-wheeled dolly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's all you need. Yeah. And he was the master of moving the piano. And I said, we got to go up this hill. He says, just you stay with me, get on either side of this piano, and we got a little running. No, we got to run. We got to run. Yeah, and we shot that thing right up there, and then we had steps. <laughs> oh, boy. To get into the house. What was she paying you for this, by the Nothing. way? Nothing. I was just doing a neighbor a, a solid. And so uh, next thing I know, we've got the piano set up in the house. This guy would say, all right, now lift that corner right there, move it here. And then he'd say, move this. Or he and I would get on one end and, and set it on a step. And then he would move his little dolly and we would set it. This guy was the piano master. I've never seen anyone, and there was a little lifting for he and I sure. on the side because it typically takes two grown humans to lift one end of a piano. Yeah. It's it's a minimum four human job. Yes, healthy human type job. Yes. I, I, I'm not going to say a man. I'm just saying because no, that, that's soundboarding yeah. on that things. They're, yeah. they're heavy. They're yeah, brass. They're heavy. Yes. But this dude, and this was an upright, and he he knew what he was doing. That's all I can say. We went up a flight of stairs into a house now she had hardwoods when we got in so that wasn't a big deal where we put it but that guy when i shook his head said man you you got you're the man on. you're the yeah. man yeah you the dude but uh and did you learn from this did you were you grasshopper now and no no forward? no I'm, yeah i remember that when we moved I'm yours not, you didn't know anything i'm not kane no <laughs> great you saw you shut down that guy. You know that guy, we went and got that pen at this house that yeah. day. He had those four little metal things. They were yeah. worthless. Yeah. Yeah. But we got it up on the trailer and got it to the house and got it loaded and got it in. It's never been touched since. Nah, she plays it occasionally. All right. When my sister-in-law stops by, she nearly always plays it. So. Yeah. And now you're trying to get rid of it. No, I'm not no. trying to get rid of the pen. I'm trying to get rid of a dog. Anybody wants a dog. How about the two together? A piano I'll Dog, I will throw the piano in. If I thought that was what it would take to get rid of the dog, to get somebody I, you to take tell Sark, he plays the piano, you're going to get rid of both of them. He plays poker. <laughs> Does he? <laughs> I thought you got him fixed. <laughs> he plays poker. And, uh, just but saying. you got to have a felt table for him. No. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm just, if you really want to see him play poker, Sark. All means. right. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, I was completely wrong this morning. Wait, what? Yes. I'm going to start tuning in again. I thought Del Conte, Chris Del Conte, the AD down in Texas, would 
not risk $15 million on Rodney Terry. Why? I thought he would offer him three at two a year. Okay. $6 million. Sure. If he doesn't work out, just haven't seen what happened to Mark Adams out at Tech. Mm. Now, that went bad in a hurry. It went bad quickly. Very similar situation. Mark Adams had had head coaching experience. Yep. Mark Adams, older guy, very experienced coach, very likable. Yep. But he hadn't had great success as a head coach. He hadn't. He had, wasn't any place significant, was no, he? No, no, no. Kind of but, like Rodney Terry wasn't yeah, really significant. Very similar. And Rodney Terry had done a fine job. Mark Adams had done a yeah. fine job. But here's the deal. Those things can go south quick, and people are very impatient today. Yeah. So When I, now? I didn't think Del Conte would go. <clears throat> I had the number right, you know, 5 at 15. I had that right this morning. 5 at 15? Well, five, 15 million over five years. Yeah. No. You, uh, you had five years, didn't you? No, I thought... He would offer Rodney Terry three okay. at two a year. All right. And when Rodney Terry turned his agent said that's an insult and turned him down, right. I thought he would turn to Jamie Dixon at TCU and Makes say, sense. I'll go 15 for five, three year, and bring Jamie Dixon in, his guy that he'd hired at TCU. Yeah. That was my guess this morning. Made sense. That he would lowball Rodney Terry, but offer him the job, make it very public that he had offered him the job. Well, why would you lowball him? He did a really good job. Why would you lowball the guy if you think what we saw this year in the middle of turmoil in the program, he stabilized it, they made a nice deep run, probably finished a round too early, but nice did, deep run. Did I mention Mark Adams? Oh, at I, Tech? I get that, but they're not the did same. Did I guy. mention. But they're not the same guy. You know, Fresno State and UTEP, he didn't set the world on fire. No, he did not. And the reason he was at UTEP, because it was time to leave Fresno State. And the reason he went to work elsewhere is because he it was... It was time to leave there. Time to leave El Paso. Yeah. No, that's right. Oh, I get it. And so a guy who gets basically asked to leave Fresno State and UTEP typically isn't going to get... This kind of three, job. Over five years at 15 total. At the University of Texas. Yeah. That's a big job. I thought six for three was more aligned with what his resume warranted. All right. Even though he went 22 and eight this Where year. Are, even you, though, are you happy? As a fan of the longest, are you happy with this? I'm happy because I think it's the right thing. I'm unhappy if two years from now they're on the hook. And I know Texas can write a check and, and erase it's mistakes. It's check. Three million? But it's it's a bad look for you if you get a year into Big 12 action, a year into SEC action, and have to say goodbye to Rodney Terry. That is a bad look for the athletic program. For how long? It's a bad look well, when? On three three re- years from now, let's say. Three years from now. They don't have this kind of success again. Yeah, they get in a tournament, but they, they flame out early. The Shaka days. They flame out early. Shaka days where they're not winning tournaments. Does games. it look bad? I think yeah. it looks good. You rewarded a guy who held the thing together. You gave him a chance. The chance didn't work. But you didn't. I think you walk out you clean. You didn't look long term. You didn't look at it long term. But you game five. But there's 
A 50-50 chance he's gone in two. But at only $3 million. Your, lo- your, your risk is no. pretty low. Well, no, you're $9 million left hanging on a contract. Your risk is low. $9 million's not low. It makes it a for your athletic For the University of Texas? Yeah. $9 million's a lot. It's it's a bad coach. They'll get him the money. They'll give him $0.60 on a dollar. I get they'll buy him out. It's a bad look for your athletic program. See, I don't think it is. I think right now, I think they hit a home run right now for their athletic program. I think. A really good recruiter. Who's got guys coming in next year with some pretty good talent? Who did a really nice job, not embarrassing the program oh, this I year. Agree. He's I agree. He's helped him face. I think they hit a home run right now. I think that they may regret it in two years. Yeah, but you can't live for that. You got to live for like I this think... guy did. If you if you don't give him, and I I know you want him two or three years more. Three at three years. Yeah, that's not an insult for his resume. It's not. But I think, you give him that and all the resources of the University of Texas, if he went out and did this year again next year, you could tear it up and add two more years. How old is he? Older guy, I don't know. This will be his last stop for sure. See? He won't ever sign another contract. See? I, I just think... You, you, you would give him. This is the reward for what you did this year. Which is what? Inherited a really good team. And held it together when it could have fallen apart. Held it together. Didn't win the regular season. No, but lost at the end of the regular season beat two the road games. Crap out of and, Kansas and won the yes, tournament. They beat the crap out of Kansas second time without Bill Self. Okay, but he beat he won the he won the conference tournament. He won the conference tournament, but he lost to TCU and Baylor on the road late, and he could have won the regular season. Right. He could have been the regular season and postseason, which he'd never done in the Big Twelve. That would have been a real achievement if he had made a Final Four. That would have been a real achievement. They melted down in the second half here, State Chuck. We'll come back. We, we, it's 14 hour. We'll t- we're going to take a break. melt down the no, second half. No, no. We're, we're, yes, they did. But we'll come back and talk about it. I don't want to get too far off because we're, we're going to need to take a break here. So we'll take it right now. It's 14 and a half after 5 o'clock. Leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan 1079. Quick break. We're coming right back. We'll talk about the Horns meltdown and more about the tournament, obviously, when we return. All righty, welcome back. 17, almost 18 after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. <clears throat> Zach and the Professor here on the fan, 107.9. Soon to be Kirk and Company. Oh, oh man. So to take over the lead today. You may have to take over the lead tomorrow. We got baseball tomorrow. What's that mean? You know, I almost... What? Why? My nephew sent me a message today and said, hey, his son is playing a a soccer playoff game, an area-round playoff in Mount Pleasant tomorrow night. My nephew lives in Greenville, and his son plays for Greenville. And they won by district and advanced to play White House in uh, the area-round, and they're playing up in Mount Pleasant. And he said, hey, y'all come. I said, I got a ball game. Got a baseball game. Now you'll be having to carry a ball game tomorrow. Where am I carrying it over to? If I can't talk, you'll be Hello? fine. You're not going to be up to doing LEMPG. I didn't say I wouldn't be up to it. You may have to take the lead, though. 
I'm not very good at play by play. That's not I may my just forte. be the guy who has to say, you know, whatever yeah. color guys say. Yeah, not much. That's that. See, that would be better. Yeah, my voice is straining today. All right. Well, you'll be fine by tomorrow. I got a lecture tomorrow too. Why's that? I got two AP classes tomorrow. I got to talk the whole day. Well, do Socratic method. Well, I do that every day. Well, then I what, still have to then answer you... all the questions. <laughs> still have to talk. Socratic basically means they just ask and I just answer it. <laughs> I think you're doing reverse Socratic. Yeah, well, <clears throat> either I'm not very smart or they're not very smart. Sounds like you're doing pageant questions. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> pageant questions. <laughs> world peace. Yeah. We need world peace. Bert Parks is doing pageant questions yeah. during his lecture. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Oh, by the way, I identified the wrestler. Well, you guys didn't hear the yeah. break, but during the while well, you heard it on Facebook. Yeah, if you're on Facebook, you got more information you wanted. During the break, we were talking about... Um, Last week had your voice difficulty. Yes, and so his partner, who we can't remember his name, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, because it's who he looked like, which was George the Animal Steel, the wrestler. Yeah. I just don't know Very why anyone hairy, needed to know that individual. Why anyone needed to know that unless they were listening during the break. Either way, as we were saying, going back to Rodney Terry, I like the Rodney Terry hire. You should, but it's overpaid. And it's too long. That's my problem. With All that. right. I, if I was going to give someone five at 15, I wanted somebody more established with a better resume who hadn't spit the bit yesterday in the second half. Or, well, never mind. I'm not going to say that. Or what? No, nothing. nothing. I mean, I didn't want Calipari. I didn't want Nate Oates. No, I don't think you're going to get them anyway. Yeah. They're pretty – Nate Oates, maybe. Calipari, yeah. you don't want Calipari. Yeah. I, I didn't want either one of those guys. Those were the names that had been floated out there yeah. on the wish list. I don't like that. Uh, I didn't see any young coaches in this tournament, and they had gone down that road with Shaka before. Right. And so – They already uh, raided neighboring schools yeah. to get their guy. It didn't work well. Yeah. And so from a standpoint of, hey, reward a guy that did a good job, I'm fine. I just thought they overpaid him and – and they obligated themselves too long. So what happened yesterday? Well, I thought they got out of offensive sync. I thought about the time uh, Carr got hurt and went to the sideline, they got into a little panic, and they lost their offensive sync. And then even when Carr came back, they shots quit falling. And, and Grand Hill kept pointing out they're not in rhythm. They're not. They can't find their offensive rhythm right now. And – they didn't have their big inside protecting the rim. Yeah, you got hurt. That, yeah. That didn't help. Yeah. And so all of a sudden, the lane was open, and those two things spelled doom for and, them. And say what you want. Texas is very talented. Miami's got NBA players. Hey. Miami's got some guys that are going to play at the next Miller level. showed up yesterday. Miller was unbelievable yeah. yesterday. And, and I'd already told you the day before that the pack kid is all that. Yep. They gave him 800000 You know, it's funny. I listened to a podcast two weeks ago. Jordan Angels has got me on Levitard some. Okay. Um, and this particular podcast mentioned that Miami is a buzz with the idea that they're going to quickly get the U back to the next level in multiple sports. They were a very good baseball program back during the day. They were. They weren't a bad basketball program. 
And then obviously what they did in football was pretty phenomenal for right. a period of time. Right. They believe NIL is going to allow them to quickly get back on the national stage because they feel like the NCAA picked on them and worked against them and was constantly allowing their people they were recruiting against to say, oh, they're about to go on probation or they're about to... And it really worked against Miami. And all the things now, Miami people... Is like a little like SMU. It yeah. doesn't have a huge alumni base, but it's got some wealthy alumni. Okay. And in Miami, they've got T-shirt fans who are willing to put money on the deal. Now SMU doesn't have that. SMU's got alumni, right? But Libertarian, I forget who was on with him, were. Speaking to the fact that there are people down in Miami who make money in a variety of ways, creative variety of ways, and that there's a, they have a lot of cash and a lot of access to cash. Yes, and probably don't pay taxes. I'm not saying. I'm that, just giving you an idea. I'm just saying <clears throat> that you combine that with their wealthy alumni and a very limited ability now to police anything that's happening, they feel like this is going to be their time to get their programs back. And as we were talking about Saturday with the Blake kid, they basically handed him a million dollars to leave Manhattan, Kansas to come to Miami. And he was a difference maker. He really added to their ball club this year. And I... I don't think it's that hard to get people to leave Manhattan, Kansas to come to Miami anyway. Come on. Manhattan has a lot to offer. I'll let you address it. I'm throwing that out there. It's not Manhattan, New York, is it? It's Manhattan, Kansas. Maybe that's different. (laughs) (laughs) To come to Miami. Yeah. Which I was there a month ago. Wasn't bad, was it? Some scenery. If I was 18, 19, 20, 21-year-old uh, young man, yeah. I'm thinking you wouldn't have to twist my arm, and 800000 would make it even better. Yes. I, I could enjoy Miami with eight hundred k in my pocket. Or even without it. Yeah. Either way. But they really feel like this is a time for Miami to return to the national stage. Well, yeah. The guardrails are off. They they've pulled the bu- they pulled the bumpers out. It's a free for all now. It's not it's not. And you're saying to the make it work. I'm saying Miami's <laughs> going to play, but you're right. A different way than the big universities, the state U's are going to. Miami is going to play, and now that there are no restraints on, and nobody really cares how you manage to get these guys here, or how much you give them to come. The, right in their wheelhouse and and good for them if that's how the NCAA is going to rewrite the rules now as I was about to say or basically remove them then why not Miami got smacked around a little bit before yes they got picked on I don't deny that they were picked on and now it's it's come up and stuff. Big State used constantly pointed the fingers at them. yes those guys right they're the Finger there they're, they're the bad guys over yeah. there. That's right. And, 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 
I, I understand where the folks in Miami have a chip on their shoulder about what went well, down. Sure. And from within their own state, like Texas. Yeah. I'm sure in Tallahassee, they probably Gainesville. Out. Gainesville. Yeah. They took a look down at Miami and said, mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't something's there. not right. Had Miami been running like they were running in the 90s, I don't think Nick would have been able to come in and do what he did in Bama. Oh, he would not have. No. no, would not have. So anyway, Miami's moving in to the... They're moving up. That's what they plan on doing. Yeah. They're moving in, moving up, however you want to put it. It's it's a good look. Miami played well the last seven, eight minutes, yeah. 13 minutes. They didn't play great for the first half. Well, it was such a shootout. Texas was red hot. They Texas, were. Well, they put up 45 in the first yeah. half. Well, they yeah. couldn't miss. Yeah. And you could tell in the first half it was going to be a shootout. And when Texas went cold and didn't have their big protecting the rim, wasn't much they could do. Unlike the uh, the Creighton game, which you could tell early on, it wasn't going to be a shootout. No. Because neither one could could score. But that's all right. And that's why I'm glad he got caught there at the end with his hand on him. It was the right call. Yeah. I, I, They've been doing stuff like that both teams all day. They're both physical. And they let him play. And I got a lot of admiration for officials who will not swallow a whistle when they know the contact alters the play. Yes. They knew the contact altered yeah. the play at the end. They called the foul in the right spot. People crabbed about it. You let them play all game. Yeah. You shouldn't have called that. <clears throat> oh, you can't call that. Yeah, that, yeah you do call you that. You call it that thing. If you can't call that at any point in time, but certainly at the end, yeah. then in effect you're selling to the defense with 10 seconds left to play. Mug them. Yeah, Because they can't well, call they've it. They've been doing that all day anyway. Well, but they, but they weren't mugging. They were a, they were this wasn't Tennessee. It was physical basketball. No. They were not outside the bounds of what you should be doing. The officials decided both these teams unlike Tennessee who's bullying teams around and it alters, both of these teams were matched physically and played about the same kind of style of physicality and it didn't really alter the game any. Play at the end if you're making that drive and you've got a hand on the hip and you're pushing that hip. And you're changing the guy's trajectory, yeah. not of the ball, but of his body. Yeah, as I said this morning, we teach shooters to square up. Yes. He took him out of the square look. Right call. It was the right call. I didn't think so at first, but when I saw the replay, no. he was bothered. No, I, I, thought, I thought from the get-go, right call. Yeah. I don't quite – that guy was right on that play. Where that official was, he was yeah. perfectly he was in, up. He had the view. And the kid had gotten beat. Yes. After he got beat, he, he reached over there and turned his hip. Don't put your hands on him. Yep. All right, we got to take a break. We'll come back. There's more of that to talk about when we come back. It is 5.30, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on The Fan 1079. We'll take a break. We're coming right back. <laughs> About 32 after 5, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan. 107.9. I am froggy from our gang today. 
No, you really don't have that. You got that froggy going. No, you don't have a good froggy. That's a oh, I can frog. do a better froggy. I hope so. That's not a very good froggy. I'm just saying, it's froggy. It's froggy s. That would be unimpressive if you were trying to impress Darla with that. Froggy, really? Uh, why do you think he talked like that? He didn't talk like that to impress Darla. Oh, that's why oh, he for did. God's sakes. That's why Alfalfa went high. That's <laughs> Because Froggy went low. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. You got to count it. Okay. Got to count it. Uh, by the way, before we get back into some uh, hoops there, uh, big shout out to Chris Lyles from over Texas High. Had a huge weekend. A couple of uh, dingers this weekend against Washtenaw. One of them was a walk-off uh, for SAU this weekend. So I uh, want to recognize some of that greatness there, that the former Tiger now. Did he uh, crush that ball? He crushed that one and ended it. it. That, that game on, I guess, was that Saturday or Friday he had was, to walk I think it was off. Saturday. Yeah, but either way, uh, big shout-out to Chris Lyles for doing that thing he does down there at SAU. Tell you what, you get to keep playing, and you get to have this kind of success. Yeah. You see why you keep playing. Yeah, proud for it. Once you walk away from it, you can't get it back. Nope. Play as long as you can. Yep. Anyway. If, there, if it's a good deal. <clears throat> Speaking about playing as long as you can, tomorrow – I hope they're not playing long tomorrow, but we got a 6 o'clock game tomorrow night. Liberty Island and PG are going to uh, tangle tomorrow. So there will be no uh, leaving the yard tomorrow. There we will have left the studio to go out to the yard, actually, which is a bit ironic. Yeah, we're going out yeah. to Markham tomorrow for a uh, first of three. So when are you getting out there to set up? I don't know. It's going to be uh, it's going to be early. I'm sure I it's going to be a packed house I don't tomorrow. know how we're even going to have a place to set up out there i figure they'll we'll get there early if you get there at four o'clock there'll already be uh bag chairs where you usually set up <laughs> really yeah you might want to take your table out there tonight i'm not so, taking a table out there tonight i'm telling you there's gonna be bag chairs we show tomorrow where we usually sit there's gonna be bag chairs there <sighs> grandmas and grandpas wearing black and gold are gonna be where we usually set up whatever i'm just I don't need a warning. I'm just telling you. You need a warning. We'll be fine. All right. You forget. We have a dedicated press box over on that side if we need That's fine. If we have to go inside. Last time I looked, on which side do we have a dedicated press box? On the uh, first base side. Because last I looked, the superintendent was sitting there. (laughs) With some high ups last time. He was only because we didn't uh, clean that. Don't plan on it. I'm just, you know. Attending some high-ranking officials in the last time I was there. We'll be fine. Or we can pull a game day and just leave. Wow. <laughs> That's a cheap shot. That wasn't cheap. That's what they did. I bet they tomorrow. They Wi-Fi out there last time. I bet time. tomorrow they have a satellite truck I out there. I bet you're right. I bet a truck with a dish on top I tomorrow. I bet NASA's got them dedicated satellite <laughs> space tomorrow. <laughs> I was looking at this series today for a minute. Last two years, because COVID kind of lost us a year. The last two years of this, these guys are closer than, yeah. than I had anticipated. What do you mean closer? I mean, it's 4-4 yeah. over the last two years, but the runs are like within, I think, four or six runs of the eight games they played. Yes. Their records overall over those two years are within like two games of each yes. other. They're Why really, do you think I'm anticipating such a crowd over there tomorrow? They're really, well, and this is just the first. Yeah, the first two of these. First of three matchups. So they're going to yeah. be one and two or two and one going into the playoffs. It's 
It's going to be a matter of who ends you up. You don't in the see other one of them program. sweeping all three of the regular season games. No, no, I mean they'll either be first place oh, or second yeah. place. It's what would expect? Pecking order is pretty much but there. But you know, Pittsburgh gave PG all they can handle this weekend. Uh, I understand. I'm not worried about Pittsburgh. Of course, I can see where PG may have been looking forward to Tuesday night on Saturday afternoon. I would think. Yeah. Although, if I'm if I'm Coach Fincher, I'm not ever going to say that. No, we're looking at that game. But Pittsburgh's got some guys. They just struggled to yeah. throw strikes when they when they saw Liberty Allo last week. And PG struggled to throw strikes against yeah. Pittsburgh on Saturday. If you don't throw strikes, you're not going to win games. I mean, that's kind of been the M.O., which is a cool thing about – the uh, the leopards, I'm sure, will have W. T. Jones on the mound. Yeah. It's his Tuesday starts typically. The last two times we've seen him, he struck out 20 and walked one. And he throws strikes and he throws them in a hurry. I was watching a thing on Facebook this week, and I think uh, the Halter family and the Jones are all kind of celebrating. Uh, was it Mama Halter's birthday? I think this weekend. There is so well, much. The day that I know he and Halter, there is so much intermingling here that this is this is intermingling playing your brothers. Yeah, well, they're coming together. I (laughs) I think think on Tuesday night they collide. Well, they will Tuesday up to Tuesday, Wednesday, they go back to where they were. A lot of mingling again, but uh, yeah, we're looking forward to tomorrow night's game. I think we're going to be over on uh. 107-1 107-1 tomorrow night. Texas High and Key Shooty, I'm sure, will be right here. here tomorrow. Mount Pleasant is uh, the uh, opponent for Texas High this Tuesday night, so I think you'll be out for that one. Tigers had a tough one Friday. Gosh, yep. got up 4 nothing, And just as uh, one of the coaches told me today, White House is really good and what? didn't even blink at being down 4 nothing. You told me all along it's going to be White House and Halls. Yeah. Hallsville White House. Yep. So. And unfortunately for Texas High, they've had to open with, you know. Three the of first, the four. Yeah. Three of the four. They had Longview and. Yeah, the top <clears throat> three teams probably in district they had to open up with. So they'll get a reprieve this week. They got Mount Pleasant. I think they've got Pine Tree on Friday. Yeah. They'll probably even up the. The could district be, record at could three be and three. Three and three by the end of the week. Yeah. Take care of business. That's and for the Tigers, that's all they have to do. That's what they need to be. Beat all those guys below them. They'll be the third or fourth place team. Sweet a split with Longview. Yes. And depending on what you do, you're going to be the number three team. You could that's be. it. Just still, take care of that. It's still there. It's still there. So, so but uh it looks bad at the beginning when you got those yeah. best parts of the schedule up at the front end of it. Anyway. Back to the uh, back to the tourney for a minute. Why? Because no, I'm intrigued by Florida Atlantic. I think that story is the one that I want to spend a minute with. Why? What do you mean? Why? It's easier and easier, I think, to do what they did in this tournament. Just the fact you look around and what's the highest seed in the tournament now? Five. UConn's four. Four is that what they were? UConn's a four. Yeah, and uh, and we were probably sleeping on UConn as good as they've looked in this tournament. This year, I hadn't seen him play, and I think it was Gottlieb who came out right off the. Was it, I think it was Gottlieb. Somebody like that had said from the get go they had picked UConn to win it all. Mm-hmm. So the guys That's who were paying attention yeah. to East Coast basketball. Well, I said, wait, you and I, I didn't. Did you know what UConn had coming into this tournament? I think we had this conversation about don't sleep on UConn. I didn't say I I after the were, first round. After the first round, yeah. I hadn't seen him much before that. Yeah, but that's my, what I'm saying. Watching him on the first round and finally getting a yeah. chance to see him, like well, this yeah. is really good. 
Yeah, that's pretty good too. Well, but you know, I thought that way about UCLA and Gonzaga, but Gonzaga well, couldn't deal with. I think they had the post huge yes. UCLA game uh, was a, and couldn't come back. That today. is for who's the kings of the West Coast. Yeah, uh, I mean that's a meaningful ball game Agreed. in the tournament. Agreed. That was a pairing similar to what the A and M Texas one was supposed to be. That's right. Yeah. That you were playing for West Coast Pride. And- uh, I felt for Gonzaga on on the was a Saturday, Sunday, whatever day their their game was. Saturday, I guess. I felt for Gonzaga. Feel bad for Timmy because he slid in the draft. I didn't. No, 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 no. I, don't I, you think he did slide in the draft? I don't think. I think anybody that was thinking, "Hey, this guy's got a chance to play at the next level." reassessed after you watched him against athletic UConn that's NBA-like. I mean, UCLA was two, but UCLA didn't have much size in comparison. I think Timmy's going to be the most polarizing figure in this draft this year. I think there are going to be people who think he's a player, that they're going to invoke names like Larry Bird. No. I think there are going to be people. No, then they're wrong. I I do you see think. anything about Timmy that reminds you of Larry Bird? He's got – now let me do this. He's got really good court intelligence. He's a really good passer and very aware of what's going on around him. He can rebound pretty well, but I don't think he can shoot with anything like Bird's range. Maybe he's good around the rim. I think he's got nice range. I think he's got better range you're giving credit for. I think there's some intangibles there. I think it's an even faster game now than when Larry Bird played. Yes. Uh, I, but what you just said is what people said Larry Bird back in the day. Bird is, could shoot. I, I agree he could shoot. And he may have been a little more tougher, but Timmy's pretty cocky. Timmy's got a lot of confidence in his game. <laughs> it feels like we're saying this is a first name. Yeah. <laughs> Third person. Yeah. Timmy, Timmy. Can play. Timmy can fly. Yeah. Uh, Timmy's real smooth. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I think he's going to be very polarizing in this draft. I think there's going to be even some NBA people who think, this guy could be. And there's going to be others. There's no way. They're going to give you 10 names for every one or two names that worked out. I'll do this. I think he could go into the league, and, and you and I talked about this, play a few minutes a game, 10, 12 minutes a game, and be productive for the 10, 12 minutes a game. Off the bench, not having to really be a defensive guy, but your role is come in and give me some points. I think he could play in that. I don't think he can play more than 10, 12 minutes a game. I don't think he can cover I, anybody in the NBA. I agree with you on all these things. I just know every so often a guy comes along that one or two people are high on and everybody else is like, no way. And every so often, one of those guys pans out. I'm just saying. Do you see him panning out? I don't. You're I the do GM not. of the blank NBA team. I don't. Your first round pick comes up. And we're gonna, you're not a lottery team. Yeah. You're, you're good enough because he's not a lottery player. I don't think so. You can't even think. I can see. You even, you're putting down in my head see, he's a lottery I guy. I see a rogue GM out there oh, something. A guy who wants to lose his job in a year. It's a high risk. Hey, after the first five picks or so, it's dicey anyway in the NBA. 
And who was it? Boston said the other day, there's nobody in college that's even going to be in the first five picks. They're all European. European yeah. or D-League or G-League or Wherever. something right now. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way I'd take the guy in the first round. No way. And I'll not take him in the first round and run the risk that some other GM does. And the guy has a Hall of Fame career. It's worth the risk because that's a long-term thing down the road. There's no way I'm getting fired because I didn't take Drew Timmy. No way. I'm not taking that guy in the first round. Now, if I flip back around to the second round and you're telling me I'm going to plug in, then I take him. He's a second-round pick to me. I tend to agree with you. I'm just saying he's going to be polarized. There'll be two or three people out there who like this guy. As long as they're picking on the back end of the draft. Because you see him in San Antonio with Pop. Yeah. Now, that one makes sense to me. There's a couple of places I could see, all right, maybe. Because Pop will bring him in and toughen him up and get him in the best shape he's ever been in and tell him, you got to be this guy to stay in this league for 10 years. Jeez. But part of it is shooting. I don't think he's got enough range. I don't think he's quick enough defensively. But no, I, He can't fix being quick defensively. He's going to have to... You can by being physical. That's he, what Pop does with He's going to have to be able to expand his range. He's going to have to become a three-point shooter I at think some he's going to have to become a very physical player. I'm trying to think if there's anybody in the league that I could say he's like this. It's been a while since we've had one. Yeah. Been a while since we've had a what? A guy like that. I, I just can't. But I I'm can't telling you. Like, who is this guy like? Yeah. I can't think of anybody. Yeah. He's better around. Because the league is so fast now. Mm. All right. Let's take a break. Did you see the Barkley interview last night? A little bit of it. I was grilling. Wow. He and Michael aren't on good terms. No. He was grilling Durant while I was grilling steak. <laughs> yeah, he was grilling KD and yeah. MJ. We'll take a break. We'll come right back. I'm going to come back around to Florida Atlantic, too, before we leave here today. Quick break. We're coming back for the last segment, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan, 107.9. When is the best time to talk to your family? about staying in touch during a disaster. When hurricane winds are gusting? When floodwaters reach your door? Or a blizzard blocks all the roads? Or is the best time perhaps today? During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. And it's not always as simple as using your cell phone. That's why now is the time to take action. Go to nyc.gov readyny or call 311 and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by New York City Emergency Management and the Ad Council. Are back 11 minutes till 6 o'clock, leaving the yard. Call me doing a big yawn just as you came back from the break there. I was helping to mask my uh, yeah. horsey voice. 
Uh, don't forget, uh, no Kirk and Company tomorrow morning. No, it will be the gentleman from L.A. It'll be the power hour at 7 a.m. I don't know if they're having Surratt on again this week. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. I didn't bode well for Surratt. <laughs> yeah, maybe the SI jinx. Maybe the power hour jinx. <laughs> you come on the show, you get oh. Jordaned. So we're calling that. Whatever. Just saying. All right. <clears throat> Back to uh, to Florida Atlantic for a minute. Yes. For those who aren't paying attention to this, I think this is an intriguing story for a school that's about to flip conferences. The um, This has been in the works for a couple of years. They're one of a handful of schools that's about to join the, uh, what, American Athletic yes. Conference, which is... spending a minute looking at this, this is a really good move for them. Yeah, not a bad basketball conference. Not a bad conference for basketball. There's, there's some remnants, you know, some of the American Athletic Conference came out of the old Big East. Right. And, you know, they went into the Big East late and then go, oh, why don't we hear SMU, right. Houston, people like that. They were looking for a landing yeah. place. Houston's obviously making the jump to the Big 12 now, but there's still some some basketball schools there. And part of the shuffling has opened the door for this move. Yes. Because of schools like Cincinnati, Houston. Yeah, those who left. Those guys moving on have yeah. opened up some of those spots at the next rung. Memphis is still there, aren't they? Uh, I think they are, yeah. Yeah. But Florida Atlantic moving out now becomes a question of the payment for this tournament. Yeah. Every win. Who gets their share. Every every game is a a unit, they call it. So you're looking at about $340,000 every year for every game for, I think it's a five-year window, six-year window. So... It's paid to the conference, and then the conference is encouraged to divvy it out to yes. member schools or to use it to pay in some of these smaller conferences to finance the you know secondary sports that don't get as yeah. much attention. Well, now you're Florida Atlantic. You're about to pick up your fifth unit by this game on Saturday, which in effect means you'll have made one and a half almost $1.6 million for the conference a year for the next five or six years. And you're vacating the conference and heading to the American. So does your money go with you to the new conference or does it stay in the old conference? I don't know what the... Or what, we're going to get involved in courts. Yeah, well, I don't know what Conference USA... That's where they're in right now, right? It's Conference USA. Is that what they're in now? I think, I I think that's where they are. And so they're leaving there and going to the AAC... And I think their money is going to be left behind wow, that's a... for the other members to be able to get, and probably not the new members coming in either. Huh. So the old guys that didn't make the tournament are going to get to sit back and get the cash that Florida Atlantic is earning for them every time they play another game. This is also a reminder me of why we should have NIL, because all this money that comes from this tournament. You know, Barkley last night said NIL is going to ruin college basketball. When? And I'm thinking to myself, how much money are you getting to sit there and talk about it? Right. How much money does CBS make off of this deal? Right. How much money do all the member schools, plus the guys in Indianapolis, make off of this deal? But the kid playing, well, that's going to ruin the sport. See, I disagree. 
I think this sport doesn't get ruined by NIL. No. I think football will be monopolized by, obviously, the most yes. powerful and richest because you need to have 50 bodies or yeah. more. This one you need five, six at Miami most. Miami can step up. Houston's got people. SMU, if they want to be a player in basketball, could be. They won't because they don't care about it, but they could be. Well, anybody that's got money can go out and buy a half dozen kids. Well, even if you don't, let's say you don't go buy them. Let's say you don't do what Arkansas did, and you don't go after these high five-star caliber guys who are one-and-dones. There's only so many scholarships that are out there. You can be a Florida Atlantic. You can be a San Diego State. You don't have to pony up the money. There's talent coming to you, yeah. and that talent will stick for four years because we know what you want. You know, guard-heavy play and upperclassmen yes. are the key to winning these tournaments. Physicality and guards. That's how you win tournaments. And as I said, you can a kid that's not going to be drafted, yeah. he'll stay for yes. $300,000 a year, $400,000 a year. Anything. It's better than they're going to make in the D-League. It's right. as good as they're going to make in Europe. They're going to play half as many games. It's a You're still cush, getting your education. Cush, it's not about education. No, but you still are. Those guys who are not NBA player types are still sitting in school and going to class and getting their degree and getting paid to be able to do yeah. it. And we know those guys, for the most part, are not going to be going to the next level of play. Yeah. Some of them will. Some will get invited into camp and will find out it's not for them and are going to move on. I don't think NIL kills college basketball. No, no. I think I, it, I disagree. I think it monopolizes football to yes. no end. Yes, I, think, I don't think it does to I basketball. Agree with you. It's more likely what he described last night, there's going to be 25 schools, that's football. Yeah. Basketball. None of these schools were ranked in the top yes. 10 when we started the year. None of them. Yes. You don't have to be a top 10 team. You want to get old, stay old, and you can do that for three, four $400,000 a year per kid. That's right. Yeah. That's why I think Florida Atlantic's intriguing. I think the, I'm, I'm interested in where the cash goes with this yeah. because there's a lot of cash that's flitting around here right now that the Conference, conference USA is going to get to hold on to, and we'll see how much of that they – Actually, I'm trying to remember where to FAU is. Boca Raton. Boca Raton. That's it. Oh yeah, they're down at Boca. Boca. That's right. <laughs> Which, speaking of, it's part of the beauty of this school. They're actually building something down there. Oh, that Florida schools are blowing up. You're not Those, kidding. USF, FAU. Uh, what's the other one? UCF. 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 Yeah is huge yeah it's like forty-five thousand students in orlando but they found some big money donors in boca who don't mind putting their names on buildings by handing out some money for this athletic program what do you think this is about to do to the fundraising and the recruiting for them to mention about half those old farts in boca from new york that's right so i'm not saying they're wagering on games (laughs) you are huh I bet they are. We'll take a well. I say we we'll take a break. We're done for today. Don't forget to take a break. Baseball tomorrow, so no show tomorrow. The uh, the good folks from uh, the Power Hour are going to be here tomorrow morning, seven o'clock. We're done for today. Appreciate you hopping on with us. We'll see you on Wednesday here on Leaving the Yard. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about. 